suffering with IBD for 13 years now. Like if you didn't experience the downs, the ups wouldn't feel half as good as they do. You are, you are disabled, you have a lifelong chronic condition. I am so happy about it. Let yourself feel it, but don't let yourself wallow in it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all shits and giggles, that's how I see it all. And I saw a couple come out of the disabled toilet. It still baffles me that there's still, you know, basic mobility requirements are still not Today's guest, Anna Andrews, is a disability content creator, model, and disability advocate. And in today's episode, we spoke about many things, including some of the challenges when it comes to hidden disabilities and the common stereotypes when it comes to the disabled community in general. I really do hope you enjoy this episode. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to the Not Quite Podcast. I'm Charlie Randall. Let's get ready to rewrite the rule book. Welcome back to the Not Quite Pods. Today we've got Ant with us. Ant, do you want to just quickly introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, what you do, um, and sort of how we connected? Yeah, go for it. Uh, hi everyone, how are you doing? Um, uh, as I've said, yeah, my name's Ant, uh, or Anthony, or otherwise known as IBD Life, uh, clues in the name. Um, I've been uh, suffering with IBD for 13 years now. I can't believe it is that been that long. Um, and in the last uh, couple of years, I had my whole well, large colon removed, and now I have a stoma. And basically, my entire platform is just about ending stigmas around uh, disabilities, uh, specifically around IBD. Um, and just sort of being a bit more of a voice for people who, you know, are going through these uh, sort of condition and just helping people out, really. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a little bit about me and, and what I'm sort of passionate about and what I'm here to chat about today. Or as I normally um, say, I chat shit because <laughs> that's, all, that's all I ever do. So there you go. <laughs> I think every social media, every content creator just chat shit most of the time. Um what was what was it like growing up for you? Like how long? Uh, how early in life did sort of um, the symptoms appear? Uh, what were some of the telltale signs? Oh mate, I was um, I was eighteen. I just started university, um, and I'll be honest, it was uh, it weren't great because I I I thought I'd just been out too much, uh, late nights, loads of alcohol you know, kebabs and stuff like that, which, uh, yeah, I just um, was like, right, I need to sort my diet out and I should be fine. Went to the doctors um, and, yeah, and uh, to be fair, it in the space of like six months, it just got so bad. Um, I mean, uh, I've never shit myself before, but that happened quite a lot at university, um, which was fun, not really. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you just, you know... Yeah. I lost weight. I lost loads and loads of weight because I couldn't keep any food in me. Um, and I was just shitting out blood quite a lot. Um, and, yeah, you know, I'm re- <laughs> I remember once, like, at university, um, I'd literally gone to the toilet wherever, and then I walked out of the corridor. And my mate was like, are you all right? And I went, don't go in there, mate. It's like The Shining. Um, and he laughed. And then he was like, what? Like, I don't get it. So I was, I was chatting to him about it. And he's like, you need to go, like, go to the doctors and everything like that. Um, so, yeah, I ended up going. Had loads of backwards and forwards. Uh, didn't really get anywhere. Um, and then very slowly got told, you're going to have to go see a specialist. And then, yeah, then I, then I was diagnosed with um, ulcerative colitis. So, yeah. 
That sounds like, it just sounds like an absolute nightmare trying to go through uni and you've got all that going on as well. Wait, don't, don't get me wrong. Nights out, as a single young lad at uni, all you want to do is run around, um, drink, get to know people, uh, get to know people of the opposite sex, obviously. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's quite difficult when you're cracking on with someone saying, bear with me, I've just got to go to the toilet. Yeah, it's a bit of a it looks, well, it looks so dodgy. <laughs> Just the idea of like, wait a sec, hold on, yeah. I'll be back in five. Yeah, hold that thought, hold that thought. <laughs> right, where were we? Yeah, honestly, mate, it was. Um, yeah, it was it was hard. It was it was it was quite difficult though, just because like I just didn't know what was going on, hmm. um, and I think that was the weirdest thing. Was this has never happened to me before? I've always been fit and healthy and running around playing sport, all that sort of stuff. So it it, it did knock me for six. I won't lie. Um, I bet. So, did did it take any impact on your grades in terms of uni? Uh, no, because it was first year, so I wasn't really bothered. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> so I was but, literally yeah. just having fun and then we'll, we'll actually get down to business next year yeah exactly I mean that's, that's what everyone said um, I, to, ironically I just did very well in my first year but it was more um, uh, it, it, it was it was more difficult in my second year just because um, I was taking uh, different medications and stuff like that and it, it that had a big impact on me um, so uh so yeah and ironically having treatment was actually making me feel worse at times but but there you go so was there a lot of like medications that you started you with i i mean this might be a completely novice statement but but is it similar to like ibs they sort of start you off on stuff like that yeah i mean that a lot of doctors sort of when they were first looking at this they were like is it ibs is it celiac disease have you got an allergy and have you got a wheat intolerance what is it um, so they were just like, we're going to run loads of tests and just see what happens. All of them just said, go and take a modium um, or change your diet. So a lot of what I started on was just trying to do that and nothing really worked. When I got diagnosed with colitis, um, they just said, we're going to stick you on steroids, um, which initially I thought was like, okay, cool. So I'm going to bulk up in size and that's going to be great. Obviously, yeah. Different type of steroids, uh, not anabolic ones. They're they're um, immunosuppressant ones, and I didn't really. I'll be honest. Uh, I I didn't really take any of this properly on board. Doctor yeah. was like, "You're going to have some medication. After a period of time, we'll stop it, and we'll give you one tablet, and you'll just have to keep that tablet for a while, um, and then we'll just review it in six months." So I was like, "Okay, cool. This is a short term thing. That's it." Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, I mean, the, the medication was, it was mad. It's crazy, really strong stuff. Because, uh, you know, if, if people don't really know what immunosuppressants are, they're designed for, um, you know, patients that have, like, had transplants and, you know, stuff like this. So your body stops fighting off, um, you know, a, a foreign body, if you will. So uh, it was just bizarre. Um, and it, I don't know, it was... It was weird because I remember I was explaining this to my parents and I was like, my immune system is that good. It's got bored and it started to attack itself, which doesn't make any sense, does it? It, it no. just, you know what I mean? It, it's so weird. Um, but yeah, and then um, that was the start of, of this journey and it's been, it's well, been mental. It's, <laughs> I don't be wrong, it's been incredible. The last couple of years have been amazing and I think that's the weirdest thing to ever say to somebody. Yeah. That's like, yeah, 
yeah. you are you are disabled you have a lifelong chronic condition i am so happy about it it just makes no sense yeah yeah i mean uh, i mean i've said it before loads of people go to me oh would you hand your disability back if someone said to you, tomorrow you could walk tomorrow would you hand it back and i'm like mm, don't know if i would i like, think like it, it it makes you who you are and for me i've always said it as my unique selling point yeah, like, you know, I, I, I shit into a bag. It's hilarious. I, I never have to sit down on the toilet. You know, it's great. Yeah, convenient. I was in Santorini the other day um, and I was like in the sea and my uh, girlfriend's getting in the sea and she was like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, I'm just having a shit. And I, do you know what I mean? You can't, <laughs> you can't say that to someone. Like yeah. people get funny about you know if someone has a wee in a in, in a in a pool or in the sea, but I can't control it, so it's just going yeah. in the boat. Yeah. And then she was like, "I don't think I've ever ever heard anyone ever say that in my entire life." <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's, it's, it's hilarious, um, you know. And it's it. Uh, I think that the the weird thing about this is is um, how social media and actually chatting about stuff like this is a bit like yourself. Yeah. You, you create a platform, you start chatting to loads of people, you know, you then create opportunities in a space where you were like, I, I, you know, nothing's really going to come of this. And, you, you know, you, you can become such a positive influence. Like I've followed your story for, you know, ages. I see you and Gina running around and having like the best time. And <laughs> if I was in your, if I was in a position where I was, you know, uh, suffering with the similar conditions as yourself, I'd be looking at you guys going, you know, they're the holy grail. Like that, that's yeah. what we want to achieve. Do you see what I mean? And yeah. that's where I think stuff like this is just brilliant. Uh, for me, I, I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. There is so much understanding in this space as well. Of like people are very understanding of people from different, like their conditions could be polar opposites, but it tends to be they'll find like some commonality in there. Um, and then that's where the bond happens. And I always find it funny, a load of us, have really dark senses of humour. Well, do, uh, do you know what, mate? I, I've always I've said this: is if you can't laugh about it, well, then uh, what's yeah. the point? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, I, <laughs> it's, it's all shits and giggles. That's how I see it. All. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. It's like me whenever I say I've had too many drinks. I'm like I'm legless all the time. So like, who wants to <laughs> 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 People go, oh, like. Oh, it must be a nightmare. And I'm like, no, I'm sitting down the entire time. It's it's when I try yeah, exactly. and, it's when I try and go to the toilet that I've got an issue because I stand up and go, oh, actually, <laughs> might have had a bit too much there. Well, I mean, with uh, I mean everything that you've you've obviously been going through and stuff like, that, what have your challenges sort of been? Because I think you did a a, a reel or a video you did the other day about you were going to like a day festival sort of thing and and stuff like that. And I was like, I I saw it. I thought it was so interesting because. Uh, you know, I, I, there's there's still so much that like the accessibility space really has to to dive into. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my main challenges really, my biggest ones were getting into work is a was a huge huge pain point for me. Um, so many companies prior to COVID were so reluctant to entertain the idea of remote working. Particularly at that time, I was fresh out of school, eighteen years old. The main common consensus that people had was you're 18 years old there's no way i'm gonna let you work from home i can't trust you as far as i can throw you <laughs> whereas which i understood from an 18 year old's perspective but i was like look i haven't got any choices here <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. your, your building's up 12 flights of stairs 
And the reason you're declining me is because I can't get into the building. Mm. Um, so that's one of the massive ones. Um, also, the amount of research I have to do, like traveling as much as I love it, is one of my favorite things to do. The amount of research, like I always say for me, my condition is a spontaneity killer. Because people go, oh, yeah. let's, let's go here. And I'm like, ah, but I need to check whether they've got a disabled toilet, whether they've got ramps. <laughs> Literally, I am the mum of my group. I'm the one sitting there like, right, I've got the tickets. I know where we're going. I've organised a cab for us. You've got a colour-coded binder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. So it's just, for me, my main, main problems are planning and probably work. And then the other ones would probably be, one of my main ones is I can't put my own shoes on which causes far yeah. more problems than people would think. Um, yeah, but luckily, I've got a really solid group of friends. Obviously, those that follow me know that I've got um, a really good girlfriend in terms of like support and everything. So that sort of bridged that gap. Like, if I can go to my friends, can you put my shoes on? And they don't really bat an eyelid. They're like, yeah, it's fine. It's more of an issue when they've had a few drinks and they go, can you ever put my shoes on? It's like, right, I got away in October. Can we, can we hurry up, please? To be to be fair, I think that's one of the the real uniqueness of, of, of all these sorts of things is you, you really can find out who your friends are and yeah. and stuff like this. And you know, I think that's that is, it. It does make it bond uh, like so much greater. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm sure there's times where you've literally had to lead on your mate to be like, "Can you please take me to uh, help me just go to the toilet or something like that?" Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That was literally the first thing that came into my head was I remember I was at a friend's house, had far too much to drink. I couldn't figure out how to get my legs to move. So literally I had, I was on my crutches because the, my mate's house wasn't big enough for my walking frame or my wheelchair. And literally I had one mate moving my right arm, one mate moving my left arm, one mate moving my left leg, one mate using my right leg because my brain just couldn't compute it. And literally to this day, I mean, there's a video of me drunkenly doing it. And oh, it's just so funny. You sit there thinking any other friends would find this the weirdest situation, but they're like, mm. let's just crack on. Let's just. Mate, I, I, do, I think that's, that's brilliant. Um, I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, I know this is your podcast. I actually want to ask you loads and loads of questions about Go for it. You know, your conditions. Pieces, Go for it. I mean, uh, you know, the. the planning and accessibility and traveling stuff aside mm. um you know i know you said those are challenges i think the fact that you, you've struggled with work i think is such i don't that's not it's not good enough you know you should be able to have access to uh like obviously get into buildings and, and whatever anyway like regardless of um you know uh, your specific mobility needs that that should just be a standard practice because of uk employment laws and everything like that anyway um but what i was going to ask is obviously you know post pandemic and stuff like that ha have you been able to find you know better work or uh i bit happier with you working from home how does it work yeah so obviously companies now are a lot more um open to working from home and obviously now i'm slightly older um, they're a little bit more open to the idea. It, did, it was frustrating watching a load of the physically disabled community go through a similar thing of, oh, wait, so it took a pandemic for you to realise, oh, you can work from home. That was, the I think, the yeah. biggest frustration of mine, because I, I, I love the job that I do now, but it's, it wasn't necessarily the job that I wanted to go into leaving school. And the main mm. reason I didn't was because I needed to find somewhere that I could get into. Um, and yeah. 
and that was another issue. And then the other issue, uh, the big, big issue, because everyone used to go to me, because originally I wanted to get into digital marketing, probably why I ended up moving more into social media stuff. Everyone used to go to me, go up to work in London, you can earn loads of money, make great friends, do this, do that. The amount of stress getting on trains is, yeah, uh, is, is unbelievable. I mean, there's some amazing services that are starting to develop, but one of my biggest issues is... Like my local station, for example, is three minutes down the road. It's a tiny little station, but could be very easily made be made accessible. But mm. because it's a listed building, they won't touch it. Yeah. Uh, and what's even crazier is I can travel back to that station. I can't travel from. <sighs> so I can come back, but then if I've drove to the station, I'm just I've got to go back to where I was. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. I, do you know what I think? For me, like I know, I know when I listen to like your stories and others and stuff like this, you know, I, I, I sit there and go, "We're." I know it's twenty twenty two now. Um, I, I still think it's twenty twenty because yeah, pandemic's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, like it still baffles me that there's still, you know, basic mobility requirements are still not. Yeah. adequately up to up to scratch yeah you know, I, I, it's madness and do you know what this, this brings on to a point actually because i was in um obviously i've been flying quite a bit yeah uh recently um they say disability toilets on planes well, well no, no disability exist. toilets they don't exist what is that about yeah yeah i don't know it's... i can't wrap my head around it because i read an article that tammy Greg thompson's pushing for like five rules and I'll, to be honest all of them i agreed with the only one i was a bit like oh you need to be careful where that one starts is the one where she said that um a disabled person should be able to get off the flight within 20 minutes but i'm like when does that 20 minutes start does it start as soon as the plane lands because sometimes it can take a half hour for you able-bodied folk to get out of that yeah. <laughs> i think i think She'll, she'll mean it in a sense, because I've, I've seen this a lot as well recently, where cabin crew, everyone that got off the plane, and there's a different team that will take, yep. uh, you know, the, the customers that require special assistance. And then that communication never happens. I've seen so many yep. people that have tweeted saying, I'm still on the plane. I've been here an hour. Yeah. What's going on? So one, Just, one thing that, because I... I this is the reason whenever I travel, I never travel on my own. I'm always with someone because yeah. I'm always of the view of like, at least then I'm in full control. And worst comes to worst, me and another person can normally figure it out. But then again, I am in some respects very lucky that I am as able as I am in terms of I can wait there and I can walk with the support of someone. Mm. But yeah, for those that require additional assistance, is is I mean, I it's, I find it really hard because. I've overall had a very positive experience of flying. I've never really had any major issues. I know the routine very well because I was very lucky as a kid, got to do quite a bit of traveling. So I'm very used to the routine of going up to the help desk, yeah. telling them that you're there, telling them to meet you at the, tell, yeah. telling them that they can meet you at the gate um, and things like that. So like I'm very used to it and I've never really had any issues where I've been forgotten. Like I've had to wait longer, but nine times out of 10, I just stick my headphones in and mm. just chill for a bit and also i don't really like the hustle and bustle so i'm very much like you guys crack on i'll get off once you love sort yourself out um but i've been i say very lucky like i don't think i've ever got anywhere and my equipment's been damaged uh there's only, good. i've only I ever i've only ever had a situation where i couldn't find one of my bits of equipment and panic that it went somewhere else so that they were like oh no it's over like 
keep going that way. It's over there because it's so big. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I've been really lucky in that respect. I think coming back to your point of like struggle, another one I just popped into my head is getting hold of equipment. Getting hold of equipment yeah. that's probably quite specialist, like getting hold of a lighter wheelchair. Like I'm going through that process at the moment and it's, uh, luckily I've got my work helping me with it, but it's costing me a fortune. And you sit there and think, so when how? Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, surely they're, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 would have, I would have thought that if you require something, you get it even on prescription. Yeah. Or something along yeah. those lines. Do, do you see what I mean? Yeah, it's a weird one. So, basically, they have, from my understanding or my experience, so you get, like, there's, like, an off the shit. Like, so they'll have, like, a set of, like, five chairs, for example, on the wheelchair scenario, where... These are the ones you can pick from, and these are the ones we've identified that are suitable for you. But if you want a different one, um, you I, you can get like things like vouchers. Like they'll give you uh, a voucher towards the amount they were willing to pay, and then you can pay the extra. But uh, the issue I'm in at the moment is, unless the wheelchair service deem it unusable and beyond repair, they won't entertain giving me a voucher to get a new one because their view is the current one still works. Um, yeah. so it's the case of like fair necessities like being able to get from A to B normally I mean there's there's obviously situations where that hasn't happened and it's terrible like I've spoken to people where it's taken them four years to get hold of a new chair when their chair's been broken and you're like wow. how does that happen but in terms of a base level normally they're pretty good it's when you start wanting more specialist stuff like uh, a, yeah. a lighter chair and things like that and you have to argue your case and I understand it's an additional cost but I, what I can't wrap my head around is why that cost is so high in the first place, because everyone says, "Oh, it's a ca you're a captive market," and I'm like, "Yeah, but th th that doesn't mean like you can, anyone can be a captive market." <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right. It's it'll just be because that you know that it will take specialist, um, you know. Uh, machinery laboring whatever it will yeah. be and that will obviously have a, a cost next to it and it's a shame because if there were more people that required it the cost will naturally come down because you'd have to produce it better or quicker or more yeah. efficiently or whatever so because one, um, my, my, one of my one of my favorite comparisons and I, um it was i realized that my electric front wheel attachment that connects my chair is pretty much the give or take a few bits the exact same tech is what you get in an electric scooter. But electric scooter costs you £300, £400. Yeah. That costs you upwards of 2000 depending on what one you want to buy. Man. And it's like, how does that happen? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. But, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've gone on a bit of a tangent. But, but there you go. Well, man, that was a point. Um. But yeah, no, it's a weird one. But then, as you say, like, I can imagine going back to the plane scenario, changing your bag on a flight must be a bit of a pain because even like, as an able-bodied person, they're proper tight, proper tight. Well, I, I haven't I haven't had to change my bag on a flight. I, w I wouldn't have the room even if I did. Um, it'd be more emptying my bag because I've got a bag that drains, yeah. so it's, it's not that bad at all. But I, I've literally just done a, um, a uh, vlog on it <laughs> and I was like, 
have to stand like this. Like I, I literally don't have room. Uh, I've got to go on my knees, push everything out of my bag and stuff. Toilet rolls back here somewhere. Oh. And I, I was, I was doing that going, this is very inconvenient, but I was like, but I'm not like in a position as, as yourself where like, uh, you know, ha, ha, I was literally sitting there going, how on earth does anybody who, who has got mobility requirements actually get in and out of an airplane toilet? And I literally was like, I don't, I, I can't physically understand for me now why there can't just be at the back of the plane one larger toilet. Yeah, I mean, you... I just or, or at the front of the plane, wherever, yeah. and you go, here's one larger toilet, and that has got at least a rail or something very basic yeah. as a starting point. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I trains just, have got them for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, That's the only thing with train toilets. I hate. I, I I really don't like train toilets. They never lock properly. Yeah. And I've, I've been caught out a couple of times where I'm like on my knee going like this, and then it's like behind door number one. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, the other one that gets me is the uh, Have you got a radar key? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the the pitfall of these radar keys is the fact that, and it makes perfect sense for anyone that has. Uh, needs additional support. So if I fall over, it makes complete sense that my carer, my girlfriend or whatever can get in and open the door and help me. What doesn't make sense is the fact that anyone can open that door. Yeah. Anyone. <laughs> so I, I tell, I'll tell you a story, actually. Um, I went to a uh, mini golf place, I think it was in Greenwich, mm. um, a couple of summers ago, and it was just after I'd got my bag. Um, and I went and played uh, mini golf with my mates, um, it was good fun, had a few beers. And at the end of the night, I was like, all right, I'm going to go into my bag before we go home. And I went in the disabled toilet, like radar key, fine. Empty my bag, wash my hands, whatever. Went to um, leave and someone had locked it from the other side. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I can't get out. Um, and literally I was banging on the door and like the manager who was locking up ran out and said, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. She's, and I was like, why would you lock the door? Yeah. So like, why don't you knock and be like, is anyone in there? And she was like, well, she's like, I'm really sorry. We just, we never, no one ever really uses this toilet. Oh, I hate that. Um, and then she said, but you're not, you're not really disabled though. So you shouldn't oh. be in there. And I was just like, yeah. look at me about And then she was like, I am so sorry. And I was like, look, I, I was like, I don't care. But next time, just A, I, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not, annoyed about the fact that you've just completely you know ignore the fact that I've, I've, i'm disabled i'm more annoyed that you locked me in yeah, yeah, yeah um i was like just next time mate just you know oh, just do it and she, she did apologize quite a lot but my mates were like and where are you we need to get the train yeah <laughs> Can you imagine if you were non-verbal you'd be like oh yeah this is this is what this is this is do you know what i mean i think this is this is the one thing where i'll probably come on to this later on um because you said about the question that you ask and you in your podcast is um uh there are there are certain things where i think um people just need a bit more common sense yeah and i just i just don't get it yeah. like you know we're we're in a, a day and age now where you shouldn't have to feel like i'm not that i have to defend my actions but i shouldn't have to defend my right to go into a disabled yeah, toilet I, 
every yeah. time I go into I it. I think the, the difficulty is there are so many people, because I'll, I'll hold my hands up, I've tried, I've called out someone before and they've gone, actually, I have. And the awkward thing was they actually had the same condition I have, but down one side, but they made it look fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I've been caught out and called them out and they're like, actually, I am. But the difficulty we have is that there are so many people that do wrongfully use use disabled toilets and disabled spaces and all those yeah. necessities that our automatic judgment is you're in the wrong. When actually, if everyone mm. did what they should, no one would question it. Everyone would go. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I think that's the issue. It's like one of my favourite things, that, not favourite thing, one of the most horrifying things I've had was I was at Gatwick Airport and I saw a couple come out of the disabled toilet. So there's me standing outside the disabled toilet waiting to go. And I'm like, are you, are you f- kidding me? I'd prefer you did it on the plane. Like, like seriously. So do you know what? We, I, I had exactly the same experience, but I was, I we went to go, I had to go into the disabled toilet and the queue for the girls' toilet was too long. So I just said to my girlfriend, why don't you come with me? I'll just, I'll, I'll sort my bag out and then I'll go and I'll go and stand outside sort of thing. But honestly, I got a look as if we'd gone in uh, to like have a good time sort yeah, of thing. I was like, no, yeah. genuinely, I need to do this and I'm not waiting 45 minutes for her in that yeah. queue. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate, it just, it just makes sense. I mean, to be fair, um, but yeah, I mean, I will openly put my hands up here. Like as a, I'm obviously... Gene's popped in with me every now and again. Like, it's just one of those things. The funniest one we have is at festivals. So you have to have a band to get yeah. through to the disabled toilets. My friends cottoned on very quickly that the queue for the disabled toilets was a lot shorter. So there was a lot of, hey, Charlie, can you come in with me and face the wall? And I'm like, for fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, I, the, it was, honestly, it must have looked terrible to any outsider because I'm walking in with guys, girls, like, it was just, oh, it was horrible. But, yeah, so, as I say, I'm guilty of it. But then, like I say, it's that whole thing of, there's that automatic prejudgment with so many people of, oh, you can't be disabled. Like, even I've had it, and I'm like, I'm literally in a wheelchair. What do you want me? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? But I've seen, I've seen people say a comment, and then they're too stubborn to not go, oh, no, I've made a mistake. They'll go, no, 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 I'm still right. You're like, yeah. no, no, how can you be, like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy's in a wheelchair? Well, yeah, but he doesn't He, he doesn't really need a wheelchair, does he? And it's like, well, no, 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 that, like, how, why are you trying <laughs> not? Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, I'm really sorry, mate, I've, 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 I've ballsed up yeah. there. Uh, rather than, no, I'm going to carry on. It's like, oh, stop, yeah. just stop, yeah. just stop, yeah. just stop, just stop. Uh, another one of my own pet hates, yeah. I mean, you can probably relate to this more than me, but the people that go in there for a shit, I'm like, it's not a private toilet. That's not that whole idea. It's really not. Like, oh, it really annoys me. For me, mate, it's more uh, when men don't... Uh, when men, whomever, yeah. I should say, um, when people miss yeah. Yeah. the seat, uh, miss the yeah. entire toilet. And, like, I have to kneel down to empty my bag. I can't really hover yeah, or do yeah. what other people do because it just doesn't work for me. So I look at the floor and go, how can I plan my yeah. attack here? Because I don't want to come out with like on your knee. wet patches yeah. on my knee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it really winds me up. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Honestly, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. But then, you know, it's there, there are times where I've gone to disabled toilets as well and like I'll kneel down and be like, right, where's yeah. the toilet roll? 
and I'm not lying to you. Sometimes it's so yeah. far away, I'm, and I'm sit there and go, "Who designed this? Yeah. Like, who designed yeah. this? Like, how on earth? Like, even if I was sat down, how, how <laughs> yeah. on earth am I going to get yeah. over there? About Twenty yeah. meters away. It's so true. I just sit there going, how, how do we, how, who sits there and goes, this is a good idea. Also, one of my favourites, let's stick a fucking massive door on the disabled toilet that weighs 45 kilo. Why? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just I just find it so bizarre at times, but there, there must be some... Oh, some reason. I don't know. I, I, don't what know. I, I say, well, I've just got, well, at Christmas I went to Berlin and I don't like, Berlin had mm. its moments where it, it was a nightmare for accessibility, but they had some of the highest tech disabled toilets I've ever seen. I was like, what is this? Like the toilet was adjustable. You could move it from left to right, up, down. It was all sorts. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Imagine that in your local Weatherspoons. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> There's, there's, do you know what? There's, uh, there's, there's loads of crazy toilet yeah. tech, um, you know, and I think, I think there's a market for it yeah. in the UK. I'm not gonna lie to you, like, you know, I, I think it, it, it'd be, um, I, I would just find it absolutely yeah. hilarious. Um, and then, like, I know you can get ones in like Japan that will like, you know, f- do silly, you know, uh, like yeah. lights and. You know, like almost like a fountain or whatever. See, I I would get one and I would um I'd get one installed and I wouldn't tell my girlfriend. And then what I'd do is is I'd program it to make funny noises while she was using the toilet or something like that, just to be like, what the hell's going on? I just think it'd be great. Or I'd be like, oh yes, you're right, mate. <laughs> like just something like the toilet to I say. Mean, still one of my favourite moments. So I it's TMI, but I've I've got a cousin at home, so one of the ones that washes you for you. And still one of my favourite moments has to be my dad. So my dad had gone in to use the toilet, but he so the to, the toilet seats on the Cosmats are pressure sensors. So as soon as you put weight on them, they know that someone mm. sat on them. So dad, classic, stood up to go to the toilet and just leant on the toilet seat um while while he's going and then forgot to remove his hand, pressed the flush and he's just got a face full of water. Have oh. that six <laughs> in the morning, why don't you? It was brilliant. Oh, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I was going to say, how many of your mates have done that drunk? Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you'd come into my bathroom, like, what's the ceiling wet? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to explain that damp patch, the damp patch yeah. to like someone turning it up. Yeah, well, you see, what happened was. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah just, we'll just, just leave that over there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, what, so, you mentioned of. Obviously drinking. I remember a little while ago seeing you had a, I can't remember what the word for it is now. Not bypass, what's it called? Prolapse. Was it prolapse? Yeah, 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 yeah. So how did those occur? Like, because they look really painful. Don't know. Do you know what? They're actually not painful. It's weird. Um, No, it's really bizarre. Like, genuinely, um... I was absolutely terrified. First time I was out with uh, my mates. Second time I was out with my mates, it both happened. So I went, right, it must be, I don't know, the only common denominator is going out and drinking beer. But I've, I yeah. still go out and drink beer and things are fine. So I really, I really don't know. Um, but, yeah, it just, like, uh, my stone is normally, like, yeah. that sort of size. So it's that short. It's quite short. Um, basically what happens is, is it from the inside – 
your bow keeps pushing out. So it kind of goes yeah. like that, if that makes sense. Um, so it went from that size to like that size. So it was huge. And I was like, yeah. what the, what the fuck's going on? Um, and it's, that's where you're literally like, my guts are literally hanging out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, it's, yeah. it's so weird. That is actually yeah. my gut just there. Um, so you just lie down and then the lie down and it, it just retracts back in. Um, I've, I've spoken to my consultants and bits and pieces about it and they've just sort of said, it just can just happen. One of those things. Um, you know, literally, yeah, you know, and uh, it's, it's just another thing to add to the list of living yeah. with a chronic condition. You you never get anything smooth sailing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I had thought it was alcohol. Um, fortunately, it's it's not. <laughs> Good news um, for you. Because I went on a holiday and I drank a lot. <laughs> oh, mate, honestly. Not... I'm not saying I'm an alcoholic <laughs> or anything like that, but I would be uh, I would be rather upset if I oh, couldn't yeah. go out and uh beers with my mates and or, or or go go have a couple of glasses of wine and be slightly <laughs> more classy with my girl. Wine and cheese. <laughs> um, exactly. So I mean you said as well, like when yeah. you're drinking, um I appreciate that uh, you know, you said you 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 mates have literally had to help you walk yep. and stuff like that how does it affect you like do you get to a point where you're like if i drink anymore i, I can't physically yeah, do I too mean, much or i'm really lucky like, like it doesn't have any future. huge impact so me um i sort of i just i imagine it affects me the way the same way it affects anyone else of like i'm just naturally a little bit less stable so you'll just occasionally see me slide one way or my personal favorite is slowly (laughs) sliding off the chair is another one that i tend to do quite a bit um and so like nothing really too drastic happens i do get like it's more the next day so like i I took me ages to figure out what it was um i get this like like just pain like not it's nice like everyone goes oh it's just because you've had too much drink you've done something stupid but like literally it's just everything aches like it feels like everything's just tightened yeah. up, so I call it like alcohol ache. I've got alcohol mm. ache. Um, so in terms of like general effects, nothing, nothing major happens. It's more if I go too far. The only major problem I have is like obviously everything becomes slower because I'm slow anyway. So then if you, yeah. it's making that decision right. I need to piss in about ten minutes. I need to start moving now because otherwise I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Oh, on several on several occasions, I'm like to my mates, "Can you just can you just run me to the toilet?" Because by the time I get there, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember one of my favourite stories has to be we were in a pub. I said to my mate, oh, "I was in my chair." I said, "Oh, can you just push me to the toilet just so I can get in, get out?" <laughs> you turn the corner so quickly. I say, "My core stability goes out the window," so I just out the side door. And the worst thing was, I'm in tears on the floor laughing, but obviously I need the toilet, so I'm like, oh, this really hurts. Mate, that's something that's, that's, that's hilarious. Do you know what I was going to ask you, actually? Because I've seen, um, obviously, you and Gina running around and uh, doing various bits and pieces, and I've seen, I think she did a piece yeah. a little while ago um, about it. How did you guys meet? Because that's one thing I just, oh, okay. just want to know. I, I, you know I've, I've seen your, your current you know, uh, amazing life that you, you're both living and, uh, you know, both enjoying each other's company so much. How, how did you not meet? 
Um, so actually, giving me a chance to do a shameless plug, there is a whole episode um, that I did on mine and Gina's relationship. But to give you a quick rundown, basically, my friend went to a job interview up at uh, the BBC Studios in Birmingham. And they got, um, Gina went up for the same interview. They got stuck in a room together for ages. Classic in my friend's fashion, the main topic turned out to be me. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just entertaining. <laughs> um, and then they found out that, uh, Gina found out that I'd uh, run a YouTube channel at that time. Um, and then basically we found out we both did. So we originally started chatting about different content ideas, things like that. And then it caught with stemmed into something else and then uh yeah did a long distance relationship for about nine months uh gina had always wanted to move down to london uh, since she was a kid so she started looking around in my area kent and then got a job down here to do an apprenticeship uh i had to have a very awkward conversation with mum and dad and go yeah you know that girl i've been seeing she move in? yeah can she move in and the awkward most awkward bit was the fact i i think at this point they knew but originally i told my parents that i was dating someone from milton Keynes because i think if i told them i was going birmingham they'd be like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah then yeah she moved in and have lived here really ever since they've been together coming up five years in august so yeah, yeah. it's amazing that's just it's so, it, do you know what it's it, it, it's so good because I think one of the um, one of the comments I I get uh, quite a lot and I don't know if you also get this as well is like uh, you will naturally interact with people that are single and I always you know I do get people that message me and just like oh you know you've you've got a great life like look at you and your partner and stuff and they lots of people are very self conscious and have that self doubt but I always say like you'll find that yeah. person that you will want to be with and they will want to be with you regardless of, uh, you know, what you see physically. Um, yeah. So, I'm, mate, I'm, I, I love it. And I just, you know, I, I love the content that you guys put together and stuff. I think it's, it's just, it's class. It's so class. I'd say, we've just, I'd say we just clicked and that was it. Like, it was, like I was the same. Like, I kept going on these dating websites, not having a lot of success, and kind of was just like, no, it's never really going to happen for me. And it's that old cliche, but it'll happen when you least expect it. And all of a sudden, I'm dating some girl from Birmingham, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> um, what is this? No, she's from um, Milton Keynes. <laughs> yeah. She's from Milton Keynes. She just talks funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, so it does happen. Like, it's... What was, what was it like for you, like, um, on the dating scene? Like, obviously, you've been with your partner for quite a while. How did she, re uh, how she reacted to, obviously, your bag and everything else? I mean, we, we met, um, uh, I was just off the, like, genuinely, I, would, I downloaded a dating app and I was like, so I did, I'm just start chatting to people, start chatting to girls, whatever. Um, yep. Started messaging her and I'd gone to uh, watch rugby with my mate on the um on the sunday and i messaged her saying do you fancy going for a beer like now like after the rugby so she was like yeah cool so met up and it was all a bit like we had our first date was great and then we met up again had a second date and i was like look i'm and i sort of said it for day one like, i'm gonna have surgery literally in a week so this time next week i'm gonna have life-changing surgery so i've literally done this for fun and yeah, yeah. well if we meet up again after we meet up again after yeah. We met up again, obviously, after, um, which was great. 
pandemic happened, total lockdown. So the first like stint of our relationship was literally like this, like chatting online or FaceTiming, calling and stuff like that. Um, Back in the day, that was what we used to do back in the day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) MSN, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Babe, you can come. Remember that, mate. Um, but yeah, no, we just we we just did that, and I think um, again, as you said, I wasn't expecting it. I know it sounds silly. I put myself out in that space, but I was like, no, it's, nothing's really going to happen here. Um, and yeah, after my surgery and stuff like this, like um, she's she's been absolutely incredible. I'll be hundred percent honest. If I didn't have this my bag or my my disability, um, I think we'd still be together. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she she's that she's such a wonderful human being I'd, I'd love the crap out of that girl um but yeah it's uh it's yeah it's just it's just going well and yeah just just loving life and again I think there will be lots of people that do listen to this podcast that are in a similar position and you will you can find you know the that sort of loving relationship yeah. if, if that's what you want so yeah, and I think it's really interesting as well because, like, particularly coming at it from a male perspective, when the stereotype is like you're the one that's got to go find it, you're the confident one, you're the go getter, that whole stereotype. So it's really interesting whenever you add a disability in the mix. This there's like an extra layer you have to deal with with the self confidence thing, and like that's probably the hardest thing is that constant like as everyone gets the nos are brutal, but they're like they have that extra bit of sting to them. Yeah. Do you know, the only advice I would give people is like, if you, I see sound really cliche and I, I really don't mean to sound like this. If you become more okay with how you are and how your body is, um, girls, girls, I, I personally think see past that and they see the confidence and, yeah. you know, the, the more of the personality side of things. If you're an incredibly confident because you're upsetting, you, you're, you accept yourself you know, you have a unique selling point, which other people don't have. And yes, there are going to be people that are, you know, maybe physically more attractive than you or have different features to you and stuff like that. But, you know, you're you, so sell yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, I, I I only really understood this um, from, from dating my current partner because she was like, but I don't, I don't notice it. I don't see it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like uh, the only, the only times where we do see it is, is if I'm getting the kit off. Um, yeah. And even then, She's like, it's like, it's a, it's just a, looks like a black yeah. piece of, of fabric. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, there's, there's never really any issues with it at all. Um, so, yeah. Now, the same thing with, with me, it's just that, like, I think for Gina, if you ask anything, ask Gina what her thing with me was, it was just that I, I've always been one for one-liners. So I've always been the one that's really quick off the mark, really sarcastic. And her favourite thing was, was probably the fact that, like, I was just always cracking jokes and always trying to wind people up. And I still get immense joy out of that shock factor. You meet someone new, and I was saying to a friend the other day, it's an instant icebreaker. You'll meet someone new, they've never met the same person before. And the first thing you go is, uh, didn't really go on a walk today. <laughs> <laughs> and like they're like, wait, what? Yeah, don't worry. You can laugh about it. Like, it's fine. And like I think that's probably, like I say, like you say, except where you're at and like I say you get any um you'll have good and bad days but like if you can get more comfortable being you like I was saying to a friend the other day it took me ages to kind of realize like 
sort of accept your disability to the point of like, yeah, it is what it is. Like, I can't change it. So just crack on and yeah. Now that's that. Yeah, that, you feel it now on the edge. You, you need to. It's, it's so difficult because some people are put into some very difficult positions. They don't want any of this to happen. No one really wants this to happen per se. But I think that's why, for me personally, seeing your stories, you know, seeing your life and and, and others in a similar space where. I, I know it's through the lens of social media, so there is a kind of a rose tint on it per se at times. But uh, you know, it, it's it brings me joy to see that, and there's so many people that will watch, you know, yourself run around and and you know do all those sorts of bits and pieces, and they'll go, but he's like, yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. Not not to say, oh, you know, there's there's a lot of things at the moment that are all inspiration porn and stuff. I don't mean like that at all. It's just, you know, you're just cracking on and getting on with it and that will inspire others because they're yeah. like, if if he can do that, then why why am I sitting here wallowing like Yeah. It's, it's, it there's a difference between inspiration porn and like being able to relate to someone or see something that you could possibly maybe have a different view on because mm-hmm. like that's the thing uh, one of my very, one of my good friends said to me once you're only uh, you only know the pain that you're exposed to so Absolutely. like your your only reference to what you can handle is what you've experienced if you haven't experienced any worse than that that is the that what you've experienced is the worst you can handle at that time because you haven't had to take on anything else so like it's that whole thing of if i can provide Someone say, look, you're maybe you're in a shitty situation in terms of your mental state or whatever. So if I can either provide that comedic content to go, actually that's quite funny and like clearly he doesn't take himself too seriously. So why why do I? Or I go, well, he's all right doing it, so why can't I do it? It's finding that relatability to someone and saying, look, we all have good and bad days. It's the fact of like you just got to, as we say, you just got to crack on where you can. I think it's that whole thing of letting yourself feel it, but don't let yourself wallow in it. Like you're naturally yeah. going to have days like that and it's okay to feel that way. But it's when you stay in that period for a long period of time, sometimes it does take someone else to pull you out of that hole. Like I have a really good friends. Obviously Gina's had, had a massive impact, but it's that whole thing of give yourself the opportunities to pull yourself out of it. Yeah. I think as well, it's, uh, it's, it's one phrase that I've heard very recently, which is, um, it's very, very poignant, and it's about not just your mental. For me, it's just about your mental state and what you're currently worrying about. Um, and it, the phrase is just "this too will pass." Everything you're worrying about now, it will go, and then yeah. there will be bits as well. The other side is you're feeling great at the moment and life's good and stuff. It will go. Yeah. The whole point of it is, is that don't sweat the small stuff and just enjoy those moments when you can. And if yeah. you are feeling bad, it will pass. So. You know, it, it, it's it, it's it, it really does stick with me because there are so many times that, you know, I'm just like, this is life's pretty hectic at the moment. And then I get another period where I'm loving life, like life's so good, I can literally taste it. And then the same thing will happen. Yeah. And I'll be so, like, oh my God, I'm so stressed. What are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about that? It's just life, isn't it? So, but is that, yeah. as, you, as the cliche thing says, it's like if you didn't experience the downs, the ups wouldn't feel half as good as they do because you'd just be up all the time. 100%, 100%, mate. So, yeah. So, I think, yeah, as I say, it's a really hard, like, mental state in terms of having disabilities are a really hard topic to tackle because so many different people are exposed to different things. But my thing is try and find light in it. 
because there will be some bits in it that you're actually being, actually, that's quite funny, or that's not too bad. This bit's not too bad. Like, I remember sitting in lockdown going, yeah, all right, I'm probably not in my ideal job, but I'm in a job. A lot of people yeah. aren't in that situation. Um, so I think that's the hardest thing is just try and try and, is that a cliche? Try and look for the positives, which is really, the worst thing is I say all of this and then I think back to when I was in a shitty mood and I'm like, oh, I'll turn into one of those dickheads. And they're like, look at the positives. <laughs> it's more, it's more, um, the thing I find as well is, is that um, if you can do it, you can make other people who are in a similar position relate to you. Yeah. And if it doesn't necessarily help you to the full extent, it does help a lot of other people um, yeah. without you realising it. And that's why I think the, uh, this sort of space that we're in is is so valuable. And this is this is where social media is done right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There are so, so many people I wouldn't have met yeah, yeah exactly so, I, mean, I mean we wouldn't be talking now to I mean, be honest i mean but you know we wouldn't be forging if you will social media careers out of this sort of thing or or impacting so many people like i'm, I'm sure you're the same yeah there's so many wonderful heartfelt messages purely because i'm being a freaking idiot yeah do you know what i mean i'm like here's yeah. my shit bag <laughs> like, i'm not i'm, I'm yeah. literally just yeah. a dick like I, i'm yeah. just being an idiot and they were like, here's, you know, now do this. Okay, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I say it's that whole thing of whenever someone misses you, like, oh, I was like the ones, oh, my son watches you. And like, although there is a bit of me that's like, worried because I'm like, hmm, was the one I posted recently 18 plus? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What, what video was that, please? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, particularly as well because I've done stuff on my Nigina's sex life. I'm like, oh no, here we go. Yeah, but mate, I, it, stuff like that. The more the more you talk about these sorts of things, the the more open it is, and I think the 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 the, 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 the more poignant thing is how you break down those barriers and taboo subjects and whatever, because everyone's thinking it. I and mean, one of the first things one of my mates said was like, "Oh, mate, and how's your bags? It all good? Can you still have sex?" And I was like, "Why is that the first question you go to? Like, <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. I can." And I did a reel on it, and everyone was expecting me to be like. Are you going to say this? This is like, no, I just fold the bag up. <laughs> and everyone was like, ah. Oh. I was like, yeah, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's crazy, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. One of my favourites, everyone seems to think I have like this dungeon with all different types of equipment. Yeah. I'm like, no, I really don't. You might do. If you're into that, that's absolutely fine. Like, you know, <laughs> do whatever you like. Yeah. But there isn't like, I don't know, accessible ad summers. Like, you go in there and you're like, Right, I need one of these, I need one of these, I need one of these before I can entertain the idea. <laughs> I mean it would it would be quite an interesting uh, fifty oh. shades of grey perspective film or something like that. That would <laughs> Why didn't I think of that on YouTube? I wonder how long it would have lasted. <laughs> <laughs> Your content has been removed. I wonder why. Well, what a shock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um on a more serious note, because I know, um, conscious of time, uh, I know this question, I gave you a bit of a heads up at the beginning. The question we always ask any guest is, what's one politically correct thing you either really strongly agree with or disagree with? It doesn't have to be disability related. It can be anything or anything that you sort of pops into your head that you're really passionate about. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's a free space. So you don't have to phrase it perfectly. I'm always conscious of that. <laughs> but yeah, what's something that comes to mind? Um, I think it, 
it's not it's not necessarily uh, like PC. It's more <clears throat> a lot of a lot of people that I see on social media now are just constantly offended, and I am very up. You know, I, I want everyone to have a voice, and I want everyone to be able to do various bits and pieces stuff like this. But some of the things I see that that offends me, that offends me, that offends me. I was like, but it's, for me, it's like the why. Yep. And there are so many things that I see where you can't do this, you can't do this, and you're like, well, come on, like mm-hmm. surely not. Mm-hmm. And it, it happens all the time, you know. And I, I just yeah. sit there and go, I think this is where the pendulum for me is now shifting so far the other way. You know, you, yes, I, I, I you know, I, we have to be inclusive of all these various things and I, I get that, but there also does need to be a point where like, you know, you are drawing a line to a degree because there, there's just so many things that I see and I, I literally read headlines sometimes and I'm like, sorry, what? Yeah. That makes no sense whatsoever because <laughs> someone's offended by something and, and you're like, I just, I just can't, I, yeah. I really can't get my head around the way that some people think. But, I, com- I completely agree. I, I mean, so one of the things, like obviously my whole brand says it, so if anyone wants to come after me, they can. But like one of my whole things is whenever I do uh, reach out to content creators, there is another part of me that's petrified because I know I'm an outsider. So I know I'm not in the almost over-advocacy group where I'm like, oh my God, I've got to scream about everything. I'm like, look, let's focus on the big stuff. But that's, that's always been my point of view. And I've never hidden that. Like, my whole thing with, I remember someone came up to me, oh, you can't call a disabled toilet a disabled toilet. It has to be an accessible toilet. And I'm like, I really don't care what you fucking call it. As long as you've got one, <laughs> great, fantastic. <laughs> I think, you know, there are, there are, I don't know, I think there are there are things that are very positive. Yeah. And there are things that I'm like, if someone, is, if someone just sitting with a sheet of paper going, hmm, no, let's change that bit. Let's change that. Mm. Let's change that. Like for me, the disabled, yeah. the name disabled or disabled doesn't doesn't affect me and stuff. I can understand it will affect other people, and you know people don't want to have that connotation yeah. and stuff. But you know, there's there are I there think... are just so many little things that like that. He goes, we're missing the bigger picture. Yeah, we don't need to get bogged down in the minutiae of certain <laughs> things. Yeah. Look at the bigger picture and say. Right. For your example, yes, it's a disabled toilet, but it is accessible. Yeah. We need the accessibility. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, so we can all in this go and get, you know. Yeah, it's like one of one of my main fears is all been the exact same, and that's why I get so shouty about things like this. Is like my thing that I'm terrified about is if, say, for example, they meet someone who is is more advocacy than me and more sort of not easily offended because that's not the right phrase, but along that line. They meet someone, someone who's able-bodied and never met someone with a disability before. They ask a question. That individual becomes offended for whatever reason. Um, and then because of that experience, then the individual that's asked the question is then wary of everyone else in the several community because they think that everyone else thinks that exact, what, exact yeah. same way and that everyone will come after them. Like, I've had poor people come up to me and think that I'm going to, like, throw a court case at them just for asking me a question. And I'm like... I, it's absolutely fine. Calm down. Yeah. Just, just ask away. I, I, but that's my point of view. So my point of view has always been: I completely understand. I, I do, to some extent, do understand the disabled toilet argument of calling it an accessible toilet because it's a more inclusive phrase. Um, but again, I always sit there going, "I'm not going to attack the bar staff for going." Oh yeah, the disabled toilet's over there. 
I'm going to go, great, you've got one. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I think it's, you know, it's just, if, if people looked at larger pictures with a lot of things, I think, um, I don't know, I don't, I don't think you would have, uh, but I know, do you know what, I, I can't, I don't really know because I only see this because I see it on social media. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think um, one I think of the hot... People are different on social media as well. And you, I don't think you would have that in real life. People yeah. would probably muster it under their breath then yeah. get straight on Twitter and start tweeting, yeah. or whatever. But one of my things that I've always wondered is like, do I don't know? Do I am I am I too relaxed? Because I sometimes wonder, like some stuff, like shit happens. Like I know that not all train stations are accessible. I know that there's a chance that staff are going to forget me on a plane. I know these things could happen, and like I'll deal with them when they happen. And like obviously, I'll do everything that I can to stop that happening. But I am very much like, eh, it is what it is. And maybe that's to my detriment. Maybe I should be more screamy, more shouty. But I'm very much like, think, I'll crack on. I think, I think we're the same. I mean, there's uh, just look at the bigger picture. And there's something that has really ruined, like if you if it really ruined a big part of your, your day or whatever, fine. Of course, I'm going to you know stand up for myself and be like, what you're playing at and stuff. But... The minor things, I'm like, come on. Yeah. I think it's because you've had, you know, uh, you have to go through so much that you're like, I'm actually, it really doesn't bother me. No, it really, really doesn't bother me. Like, do you know what I mean? I like, just want to crack on and uh, and run around and go have fun and stuff like that. Like being locked in a disabled toilet. Yeah. You know, people are like, you could sue that woman. That's so horrible. And I was like, I literally don't care. I need to get the train home. Yeah. It was the last train. Like, I'm, yeah. I haven't got time. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got time or the patience. <laughs> yeah exactly if you want buy me another pint love i don't, I don't care yeah. i need to go like yeah. it's like one of the other ones that i get often is like oh don't you hate using the service entrance if it's the only entrance and i'm like at least i can get in exactly yeah at least you can get in it's better it's thing. better than my mates going oh we're gonna go to this pub uh guys yeah we've got to go to a different pub why uh, yeah, i can't yeah. get in there whatsoever <laughs> So I think it's a really hard one because you don't want to come across that you don't support other people within the community. But it's a really, I feel like it's such a sticky line to find the right balance. Like on, At times, I don't have a problem with people that do want to focus on the minor details because some of them do need resolving. But then other times I'm like, is that really where we want to be spending our energy? Like, I, yeah, I know. Right. It's, it's frustrating but as I say there's no right or wrong answer and that's all I always come back to so I get really annoyed and then I actually sit back and go some of it is perfectly reasonable and perfectly but I can see where they're coming from I think my thing is I'm too relaxed I am just yeah. like yeah it'd be alright like, yeah. I think it's, it's what I don't know maybe people are more passionate about certain small topics um, but yeah but for me as long as, long as the if we're all moving towards the same goal, then I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. Completely agree. I think one of my ones is one, oh, you're too young to be disabled is one of my favourites. One of my... I don't... I, I like... What? Or like... Or the other ones, oh, you're quite good looking for a disabled bloke. And I'm like... Hey? <laughs> it's... it's uh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had very similar odd comments... Sort of like that, and or things. Oh, that's a shame. It's like, well, yeah, like it's it's just it's just bizarre. It's yeah. just bizarre. But then you know, again, I'm 
I'm not. I'm not bothered by it. I go. I can have, yeah. just create some content off that. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks. I don't, one, <laughs> one, one, one. I had was I think someone commented saying like, "Why does everybody feel the need that they have to get their bags out now?" And I was like, <laughs> well, it's, like "That's the whole point of raising awareness." Like you know, I, I get. My, I'll have a reel where people will go, um, "I'll." Uh, you know what's this what's this that's the point it's to it's to educate that's yeah. the whole idea behind this it's not just because i'm you know it it does come across sometimes as narcissistic because you are like i'm taking photos about myself and i'm talking about myself but yeah. it's to the benefit of others not because i love myself and that's i think that's the the biggest thing don't wrong there are some people where they are very narcissistic i'm like that's yeah it's not great although the only thing that's going through my head is i'll come up with a content idea for you and that's uh you should get a video of like everyone with their like prada's louis vuitton and then there's just you mate do you know what i might do that i might i might i might do something like that that would be quite funny (laughs) it's just like oh yeah i paid nothing for this well, yeah, I, yeah, like Gucci, Prada, Yves Saint Laurent, and then my back. <laughs> well, I know one of on that topic. One of Gina's, uh, one of Gina's least favorite ones is that. Oh, like, well done, you. And they're like, I didn't like. I'm not babysitting him. I mean, sometimes I do, but. <laughs> it's just yeah. I mean, I, I, I've never. It, I, it comes from a good place, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, you know, but still, like, uh, I, th- I think I think that there are other points. Really, is because if you look at it from a generational perspective or pe- other people's perspective, yeah. they don't actually know that much. Then people are always going to ask and say weird things, silly comments, yeah. stuff that don't really make sense. So you'll sit there and go, "Right, that makes no sense." Yep. So hands there you go. hands down, one of my favourites has to be: if you two have kids, will they come out in wheelchairs? Hey, oh. come again. <laughs> the worst thing, the worst thing is because I'm so sarcastic, I couldn't resist going, yeah, they come out in pink and blue ones. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it was just like, where are you getting your biology from? Because she's not part bionic. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't... <laughs> Not like pass. I, I can't. Uh, yeah, I just. The worst thing was, if it was a kid, I could have accepted it a bit more. I would have been like, fair enough. He's watched too much Iron Man. Fair enough. Uh, he was like a 34 year old bloke, and I'm like, okay, you need, you need to go back to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you did these do some very basic. Uh human biology like yeah. come on man like <laughs> you probably would have mind boggled him it's just crazy mate <laughs> it's just crazy <laughs> uh, anyway I, I say i think we've covered some good topics and uh there's been some good bits in here particularly as both like lads alive to go out because i feel like that's often a thing that sort of gets bridged over like i remember a load of people like, oh wow you go to bars and i'm like yep i also go on holiday i yeah, also still have to socialize. yeah I still have friends. But, um, yeah, so I think there's been some good topics. But I always give, as always, guests the chance to plug away. Where can they find you? What are you up to? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where can they find me? So, yeah, my my handle's IBD Life. 
Uh, find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. I mainly uh, TikTok. I mainly do things on uh, Instagram, and I'll usually put it on TikTok and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, you can find me there doing silly videos and reels and stuff like that. So. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Not Quite Podcast. Please make sure you follow us on TikTok and Instagram to get regular updates about the podcast.